0: Have you ever stopped to realize how many promises are actually in the ninth step promises? Are these promises something that can be experienced, or are they simply a pie-in-the-sky goal to shoot for and nothing more? And why do so many people in 12-step meetings never see these promises come true? Well, answers to these questions and more on this episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, starting now.
1: Hello. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red.
2: Three, two, one, zero.
3: (laughs) Hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute! I wanna to talk to you!
1: says your brain
0: dead, your head against the wall!
2: of mind!
0: Brain needs an overhaul! Overhaul! <laughs>
2: Well, man, I ain't gonna
0: lie to you. No, I would not. Good guys,
2: bad boys, we're all the same. Saved,
0: Saved by grace is the
2: name of the, the game. game. Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down.
0: Wow, okay, so Tony's here. Good
3: morning. Marv's here. Yes, sir. Denver's here. I'm
5: chasing my mic down.
0: Howdy. Howdy. And <laughs> uh, and, and I, the Monty Man, am, am here, I think. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mr. Ed. <laughs> Did you ever see that show, Tony?
4: No, but I know what it is. I you don't have to is? Google that one.
0: That was uh, an a- uh, the, a- the main actor in that was a guy named Alan Young, mm. uh, and he played Wilbur. Remember Mr. Ed? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marv does. Yeah. Trippy. So you did know- you ever
4: name one of your horses Mr. Ed? No. No? Okay.
0: <laughs> what are you doing with your mic?
4: Denver's well... <laughs> got a
0: floating mic. It just kinda of floats away from him.
4: Maybe he takes some of James's pills before the show. I don't know. Your it's mic okay. is like Weird. a happy mic.
5: I'll just pull it to me when it's time to talk.
4: Just <laughs> <It's this song? laughs> eat
0: your mic. So, do you have any idea how they made Mr. Ed's mouth move, Marv?
3: I do not. No. Well, they actually took. Do you? you? I was gonna say peanut butter. I thought he was really talking. (laughs) (laughs) That was at that
5: that time in life. That time in life where we all believed it, right?
2: (laughs) That's real.
0: Well, they actually. I thought it was peanut butter too, but Uh actually, they put a piece of nylon thread uh, uh, between his gums and his teeth, and it would. You know, he'd try to get it out and his lips would move. But eventually they actually trained him that whenever the trainer would tap his hoof, he would actually move his lips.
3: Oh, and really? It, and
0: it got, to huh. be, it got to be, you know, where they do like Pavlov's dog, you know, where they uh, condition response. Mm-hmm. So when Alan Young, that played Wilbur, would stop talking, the the horse would automatically start moving its lips. You <laughs> got it. So every so he would talk to the horse and when he stopped Mr. Red would start blah, blah 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 or whatever he was doing and then they you know they put the uh, voiceover in there. So he actually was able to do it without any thread in his mouth so Still, something interesting there for you.
4: You know for being a multimillion dollar show that probably was back then in that day who thought of that?
0: A talking horse?
4: Uh-huh. I don't I think there was uh, one happy person probably. There
0: there was a, a movie about a donkey Oh God! That talked, and the guy was guy was in the military. <laughs> That's scriptural. Yeah, novel.
5: I was going to say, isn't that in the Bible somewhere?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Balaam's donkey. Yeah, yeah.
4: There was a donkey, donkey in the Bible. Yeah, there is. Oh yeah. wow!
0: God spoke through a donkey. Yeah.
4: Well, God did not speak to a donkey.
0: Well, he spoke through the donkey. Oh, so, he spoke. So, And So people, people say, well, you know. If and God can speak through it. an ass, he can speak through anybody, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, anyway, that's the joke. But. but no, there was a Francis. It was called Francis. It was about a guy in the Navy, I think it was, or Army. And he had a donkey that would talk. Mm. Francis the talking donkey. I don't I Somebody out there has got
5: to remember that. Anyway. there
4: were a lot of give drugs shout, back in the day.
5: Give us a shout out on that one if you remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't.
4: And so, what era was that in?
5: What, what like
0: era? This, 40s, yeah, I don't know. 50s? It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the topic this week is uh, Step Eight and Nine Revealed. Uh, basically, the the promises of Step Nine are they fact or are they fiction? We're going to be talking about that. And uh, but before we do that, uh, we've got some other goodies to look at. So I got an interesting. I got an interesting email. Uh oh. Um. So there I, – I don't know. I don't know if this is surprising or not. I, I'm glad. But there's a lot of people that continue to smoke marijuana that listen to the show.
2: Uh-huh.
0: They they Maybe they've gotten into AA to stop drinking, right?
2: Uh-huh.
0: And But they don't consider marijuana an issue. And, and, and I, I've gotten emails before. Well, I, I smoke pot for recreational purposes or for, for medical purposes or, or whatever. But I love listening to the show and – they apply it to other areas of their life. So I'm glad they're listening. I'm not real pro pot, but I'm glad they're listening. Well, this person, Betty, uh, wrote me. She said, Dear Take 12 Radio, I'm constantly arguing with my boyfriend about how much pot he's allowed to have in the state of Oregon. He does not have a medical marijuana card because he says he can't afford the $200 application fee. Now, now I had a laugh at that. Oh, that's m- just
4: the application fee, though. There's other fees after that.
0: But I mean, I, I mean, he can afford the pot.
4: <laughs> um, do we all remember Walter?
0: <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> um, yes. He can't afford the two hundred dollar application fee, but he he says, uh, but he doesn't need to do that it because it's legal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He says he can smoke it in public without getting fined because it's legal. Can you help clear this up? Well, yes, I can. So I did I a little... Betty,
4: I feel your pain. Trust me. You have no idea.
0: So here's... uh, Just so you know out there, for Mm -hmm. you guys insist on smoking pot, you better have your eyes dotted and your T's crossed and know what you're doing. How can you know what you're doing if you're stoned all the time? Not sure, (laughs) but we can try it out. Okay, if you are of legal age, and that is 21, not 18... 21, You may. this is the state of Oregon now, you may possess one ounce of usable cannabis. That means the dried flower.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Uh, you may possess a one ounce of cannabis concentrates or extracts. Uh-huh. Um, you may possess 16 ounces of cannabis edibles in solid form. Uh-huh. So like gummy bear things or whatever they eat. You can possess 72 ounces of cannabis products in liquid form. Mm-hmm. You can possess 10 cannabis seeds, so 10 seeds, or four immature cannabis plants. Yep. If you are of legal age and are in a – now, that's in a public setting. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're in a private <laughs> residence or property. Oh,
4: yeah. It gets better.
0: You may possess eight ounces of usable cannabis, but all the other – Laws apply. Uh-huh. So it goes up from from uh, um, one, to eight. 1 to 8. Okay. Now, here's the kicker. Smoking marijuana in public in Oregon for both recreational or medical use is illegal. It is illegal. You cannot smoke it in public, uh-uh. even if you're smoking with an often discreet vaping pen. As a result, you can only consume at home or on private property. This means... No bars, community parks, public outdoor smoking areas on buses or airplanes or federal land.
4: Airplanes.
0: I think I'm going to go over to the uh, federal property <laughs> and smoke some pot. Because, by the way, it's still federally illegal. Illegal, yeah. Getting busted smoking weed in, in, the pub, in public will result in uh, in fines and even jail time. So no, Betty's boyfriend, you cannot smoke pot in public. Even with a medical marijuana card.
4: Well, and what they yeah. left out there is you can have two sets of plants, so many each, in different stages. On top of that.
0: I don't know. It's not what it says.
4: Yeah.
5: I, I believe that. It's sad. I know true. that. Yeah. No, it's not sad. It's
4: living it's with true. you know the expert for ten plus years. You. mm mm-hmm.
0: Um Cannabis concentrates must be purchased from a licensed retail location. Possession of homemade concentrates is still illegal. Mm -hmm. So if you're saving up the oils from your smoking device and you're saving that up, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there you go. I hope that answers your question, Betty. Now you can continue to argue because most pot right fighters are going to (laughs) argue with you anyway.
4: You know, and I feel sorry for her because I know the round and round and round that goes. I did it for 10-plus years. It's it, It's a losing, losing argument,
0: it right? It, it really is.
4: You'll never win. There's,
0: there's uh, Okay, now...
2: Stop right there! <laughs> it's time for Monty <laughs> Man's
4: Weekly Wine. <laughs> <laughs> <A> baby <laughs> every week. I'm going I'm I'm to
2: find a baby <laughs> for you to hold during
5: that part.
4: Oh, that'd be good. would be good. Okay, yeah. so
0: I got I to I look up this picture um, that I took.
4: Of a baby? Uh,
0: that'll come in. <laughs> in. <laughs> no. <laughs> of a baby. Listen I'm in a giggly
4: mood today. Sorry, guys.
0: Okay, so, okay, big box stores, primarily Costco,
2: because
0: oh. they're, the, they're, they're the mother load of big box stores, right? So have you guys all been to Costco? Marvin, really. have you been to Costco?
3: Years ago. Years ago? Yeah. Did you buy anything? Um, yeah, we used to buy groceries.
0: Okay. So, and you've been to Costco. You guys mm-hmm. have been to Co- Costco, right? So, when you're getting ready to leave the store, what do they do?
4: Check your receipt.
0: They check your receipt.
4: hmm
0: Right? A person stands there with a highlighting a highlighter pen, mm-hmm. looks, pretends like they're looking at your basket. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's <laughs> right. Especially
4: with <laughs> three carts full, I yeah. doubt.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to the bottom of that
0: cart. And, and, and they, they, they put the mark whatever the color of the day Slash. of highlighter pen on your receipt and then Slash. they let you go out the door, right? Okay, well this is is hilarious. So right next to the door at Costco, there's this huge sign and I'll show it to you guys and then I'll, I'll read it to you. So it's a pretty big sign, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it says, question, why is my receipt uh, viewed when I leave the warehouse? And here's the answer. Try not to laugh too hard. I'm glad I told my God. to ensure that you receive everything you paid for and are not overcharged or undercharged for any item. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sure that's the last thing on their list.
0: Now I want to know, does that guy holding that highlighter pen know the price of every single item and he's checking to make sure I wasn't overcharged or undercharged?
5: <laughs> Swiftly too, I might ask Swiftly,
0: add. yes. <laughs> also, it also says also marking the receipt disallows its reuse
4: of what the receipt.
0: Yeah, so once it's marked, it can't be reused. Well, wait a minute,
4: Would if I'm bringing back- a product <laughs> back,
0: well, you can't bring that product back. The receipt's marked. Well, then how do I prove that I that I bought it here? It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And that's the
4: first thing they ask you for is the receipt, right? Mm-hmm.
0: But the sign says you can't <laughs> you can't use it. <laughs> um
4: you can't put it back in the register
0: but i just found it hilarious that that's the answer they gave you know now i'm i'm sure it's an insurance thing i'm sure they are covered they have some protection if they have somebody <laughs> monitoring the receipts i don't believe for a minute that, <laughs> that they care about whether you were overcharged or they may care that you were undercharged <laughs> you know but have you ever had anybody actually match the receipt up with every item in your basket no. tony i've never no, had never. that done
4: Never ever, unless it's a big ticket item, and they want to make sure.
0: Yeah, like if you're, if you're carrying out a sixty inch TV, or make, even like a small challenge.
4: thing that's like a lot of money, they want to make sure that you paid for that, right? So,
0: but I I don't know. So there's this huge line. I mean, it's because it's always <laughs> right by the hot dog. Here, here's place. where the
5: wine comes. in. Yeah,
0: here's the huge line, right? And there's this guy up there. And he's as slow as molasses. Okay. He's looking at the basket, but he's not really looking. He's just kind of, <laughs> and he looks at the receipt, and like the sloth that he is, oh he moves God. his hand oh. slowly up to mm. his glasses, adjusts his glasses, and takes his right hand, and as slow <laughs> as I'm talking, starts to mark the receipt. Oh, my God, guys, and if you can see this. then he drops it. <laughs> <laughs> and he stands there And he looks down at the ground And he says Oops
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at it
5: this and he, way You're had- probably just staring
4: at it too huh? Like what do I do now <laughs>
5: You had time, though, to, to read the sign. Right. That's true. So that's
0: true. Yeah. So I looked at Marcia. Go look at that sign, and I just started cracking up. And I said, "That man is very concerned whether I'm overcharged." or not. But the line, and everybody was stunned. They were just, they were standing there looking at each other for that instant.
5: Times liberals, still. conservatives.
0: Gay, straight, LGBT, together. Christian, Jew, atheist. Everybody was on the same page in that instant, looking at each other, cracking up. Everybody was laughing. They were like,
4: oh my God. And <laughs> we've been like, oh, uh-uh.
0: So that's what we need in this country is
3: more slots. <laughs> remember, though, you guys remember this. Remember this. You guys pay 50 bucks a year. (laughs) 60 now. 60 now. Yeah, put up for that. Just put up for
4: that. That is true. Uh, Or 120 if you want the good one that brings you money back.
5: Anybody got a wine this week? Denver? Oh, I've got one, but I ain't doing it this week. Oh, you keep putting it off. I know. Why Uh,
4: do you do that? Well... I'm that's just, my wine. I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> I, I'm whining. Listen, you haven't told about listen, your wine. I,
5: I love the people in blue, you know, but uh, I do have a little wine that I'm going to present here shortly. Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. It, it's legit. <laughs>
4: do you need to pay the ticket first?
5: No. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: no I'm, that's why I'm not doing
0: it. Anything to <laughs> whine about, Marv? No. Yeah,
1: we're doing no. pretty good.
0: All right, so let's move on here. And
1: now it's time
4: for the Monty Man's weekly win. Oh my! (laughs) I thought that was
0: the win. La la la. Okay, uh, so I this is what what I am very grateful for. I am very grateful and thankful that God protected my son Cameron. He Mm -hmm. was in an automobile accident um, here last week. uh, he, drive, he drives a um, 2008, I think it is Buick Century, so it's a boat. You know, it's a big car. Mm-hmm. And a lot of money's been put into it to bring it up to snuff, and it just runs like a champ and everything else, and he fell asleep at the wheel on the way to work. And he hit a culvert and jumped the ditch and broke the drive shaft, broke the axle, I mean, he totaled the car. Mm-hmm. Um And, uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I mean, the win is that he didn't get hurt. Yeah. He's sore, but he didn't get hurt. He got a a few minor chemical burns from the airbag going off. Um, but other than that, he's fine. And I got to tell you, you know, although it's, it's a real hardship for them because they have no money and he commutes to work and he could lose his job because he can't get to work from Salem to McMinnville. Um, All that stuff is secondary when you think of we could be planning a funeral instead of lunch together. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm just psyched that God protected him. And I'm so glad he was driving that car. A big one. Yes, a big car. (laughs) Yeah. That thing saved his life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how can you, you you know, you you just can't complain when you get that phone call that says, I just want to tell you before I say anything else, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. And it's like, oh. Well, good, yeah, good deal. Any, anything you guys thankful for that
5: you're winning this week?
4: Aww. Winning,
5: yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. I'm but to as... I'm gonna save the uh wine. Oh, I was and about to say right. you're gonna save that one too. No, 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 no I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna save the wine. I woke up this morning thinking ice cream, right? Yeah, all right, so <laughs> I don't know why, but. Uh, When I thought of that, I worked at the thrift store one day, and this uh, older gal came by in the morning early, and she dropped off a bag of goodies for us. And I said, well, have a wonderful day. And she goes, I am. I'm going to go out and have ice cream for breakfast, and I'm old enough to do that now. (laughs) Right? Oh, that is so cool. So this morning, uh, thinking of ice cream, I swung by and got some skinny cows because I'm old enough to do that now. That's right. I can have... Uh, ice cream instead of vodka for breakfast,
3: and it was yeah. good too. Well, good. Yeah.
5: Skinny cows are great. <laughs> skinny, skinny cows are great. Yeah. It's like a frozen yogurt bar, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. My mind's
4: raising again. Yeah.
5: Very they're, tasty. They're, they're, they are good. They're for those of us that have diabetes. We can uh, treat ourselves to a little bit of something. A little skinny mm. Mm. cow. A <laughs> little skinny yeah. cow. A little bitty skinny Could cow. Can you
4: imagine if those were actually cows?
5: No. Skinny cows? Yeah, they were...
4: i popsicle ca- sick. <laughs> They're cow byproducts.
0: Oh,
5: that's a little weird. That was our early so morning So hot topic. dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> All right. Um, good deal. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some takes on trivia. And then the topic... Uh, the night set promises, fact or fiction. Don't go away.
2: To run, the uh. ground, to lay a down.
3: Don't go away. Take 12 recovery radio. We'll be right back.
0: Hey there. Did you know that right now the state of Oregon ranks near the bottom in terms of adult and adolescent access to treatment and recovery services? Well, as an Oregonian, I find that simply unacceptable. But this can change, and you can be a part of that change by joining Oregon Recovers, a statewide network of individuals and organizations working together to transform Oregon's capacity to provide world-class treatment and support for Oregonians suffering from addiction to drugs and alcohol. Won't you visit our website today at www.oregonrecovers.org? That's OregonRecovers.org. Dun 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 dun! All right, Cecil,
2: Cecil.
1: And now it's the quiz of the week. That's right, everybody! It's time for take. Twelve Trivia, sponsored by that award-winning recovery magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12
2: com. Now, here's the Munchie
0: Okay, in, uh, in the spirit of the topic, um, which has to do with... Uh, the eighth and ninth step, which has to do with the amends process. Um, and please don't get confused. An apology is different than an amends. But here's some trivia about apologies. Mm. Mm-hmm. According to livescience.com, who spends more time apologizing to others, men or women? Denver, what do you think?
5: Oh, that's easy.
0: Men. Men spend more time apologizing we to others? We
5: like to keep the girls happy. Whew. <laughs>
0: Remember, if you get it wrong, (laughs)
5: right—that's a girl's voice. And and
0: if you get it right, (laughs)
4: that's a girl's voice. (laughs) If you get it right, oh, that's the new right one.
0: That's the right for this week. Okay. Okay. So, um, and uh, special effects uh, is is sponsored by Denver Wolf.
4: Where do you find this stuff? Great shooter. (laughs) (laughs) I want one of those. I
0: travel far and wide. To find sound effects. Okay, Tony, who apologizes more to people, men or women?
4: I say me, because I apologize all the time. What are you? I'm a woman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the I'm female species. I'm a woman,
0: hear me roar. Okay, what do you think, uh, Marf? Men
3: these, or women apologize more? These, these boots are made for walking. Oh, he <laughs> says no one, then. And that's women, just what, what they'll do. do. Okay. I'm going to say women do. Yeah, women sure. do?
0: Yeah? Well, Denver, Sorry. <laughs>
5: What? It I've been apologizing for nothing?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, women, uh, Tony and Marv are right. It is uh, women that apologize more. So if you think here women saying, I'm sorry, more than men, you're right. Women apologize uh, more often than men do. But it's not that men are reluctant to admit wrongdoing. The study shows it's just that they have a higher threshold for what they think mm-hmm. warrants an apology. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, here's number two. Uh, Who
5: uh, who, uh, who apologizes? That's
0: (laughs) another show
4: right there.
5: (laughs) Oh, I got to whine now.
4: I tell
3: you. Now we got two. Who
0: apologizes more to their pets? Oh, men or women? What do you think, Marv? Women. Women. What do you think, Tony? Women. What do you think, there, Denver? I'm
5: stand boldly
0: with men. <laughs> Denver is correct.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, wow. yeah. You guys are incorrect. <laughs> men tend so, to apologize to their pets more often than women because they tend to see their pets as members of the family.
5: Don't, don't touch that, Mark. Don't even touch that one. Well,
0: that it, men, it, men tend it. to see their pets as members of the family more than women do.
3: You don't want me to touch it either, I, do you, Mark? I know. <laughs>
5: You don't want to go there. No, <laughs> do not. Oh my goodness. That
0: We're just going to move right along to number three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, when arguing about money issues, who is usually the first person to apologize about making the
4: fuss? Men or women? Tony? Ooh. That's a hard one. Ugh. I'd say no. Well, nah, men.
0: Kind of a trick question. It is
4: a trick question. You say men? Yeah.
0: Okay, never?
3: Sticking with the boys. The boys, <laughs> All right? Marv? No, yeah, I'm gonna say men this time.
0: Okay. In licensed marriages, it is men. In common law marriages, it's women. <laughs>
4: why is there a difference?
0: <laughs> we don't know why. <laughs>
4: Well, James makes more, so I have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a lot more.
0: And here's your last one. Uh, do parents apologize more to their children, or do children apologize more to their parents? Oh, oh.
4: shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 sorry, listeners, sorry. Beep, that kind of just slipped beep. out of the nose, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that yeah. has to be a mutual well, ground. Go ahead, no. <laughs> Answer this
5: one. Yeah, Tony.
4: I say because of... How parents don't parent anymore. Parents apologize to the kids to where before. Because they're
0: more codependent, yeah, so they're always dad would whip down. my
4: booty with a belt and he wouldn't be apologizing. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think, Marv? Oh. Uh, you know, I might have to abstain. Okay. Based, based on where I come from.
5: Okay. So. Denver. Parents or children? You know... The thing is, parents probably do, but uh, I know children play parents. So exactly. I'm going to go with children on this one because they want their way. Mm-hmm. Never's correct.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, it is children. Children apologize more, but parents should take the high road when they are wrong and apologize to their children when they blow it. It's a huge teaching tool and extremely effective in raising children to be kind and considerate. But children tend to apologize more.
5: Do they mean that sorry, though? I don't know. That's the big
0: question. Kylie owes
4: me an apology. She hasn't called her mom in two weeks. I think
0: they think they do. I think, you know, young children, it's more because of consequences. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, but to the degree they understand an apology. that
3: or stark, raving fear. stark, raving fear. Coming
5: from the past, huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I wonder if I have... uh, No, that's it. And right after we get the closing bumper music for Trivia, Tony's got something for us. That does it for Take 12 Trivia for this week. (laughs) Okay, so last week I told you that if you comment on the shows, uh, we wanted to recognize you.
4: Tony? Well, this week's shout-outs go to... Well, these are initials. I-W... And then James, then Donald, Jill, Jeff,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Jill,
4: <laughs> Brian, Ryan, Marco, Bob, Guy, Wade, John, and Brandon. And that's what the O-N,
0: brandon. 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 Yes. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. You. So th- these are folks that have commented either on Potomatic on our YouTube channel, by email, by Facebook, whatever they've commented on the show. And uh, so we'd like to recognize you if uh, if you do that. Uh, please comment on Podomatic, particularly. I'm trying to get people to comment on Potomatic. Go to pulling, Podomatic. P- pulling Podomatic. teeth.
3: Podomatic. Uh, <laughs> Podomatic. Hey, Podomatic. Yes, sir. I want to... I want to do a shout out to Denver. Aww, he makes lots of comments. So. <laughs> <laughs> you bet I do. <laughs> Who would have thunk it?
4: Huh? You took over my job. Thanks, Denver. <laughs> Made my life a little easier now. Well,
5: there you we'll go. Share, we'll share that. Okay. Gig. Okay, so
0: I'm I'm lo- looking in. Um, on page 76 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, going into our topic this week, uh, the ninth step promises, um, step eight and nine revealed, the ninth step promises, fact or fiction. Um, if you get on to one, two, three, the third paragraph, uh, it, right after it says we have then completed step seven, it says, now we need more action without which we find that faith without works is dead. And by the way, for those of you who don't like the Bible being quoted in AA meetings, sorry, it's in the big book in several Uh places. Here is out of the book of James. Um, Then it says, let's look at steps eight and nine. We have a list of all persons we have harmed and to whom we are willing to make amends. We made it, made what? The list. Uh When we took inventory. So those of you who practice burning your four-step inventory after you're done with your fifth step, don't do that. You need to refer to it in steps eight and nine. Mm. Um, I used to do that. We we have a little ceremony. We'd light up the barbecue grill and then we'd throw the the inventory on on the barbecue and you know I've only done that once. And, and we'd watch the ashes rise in the mm. air and there goes our resentments and all that stuff. And then we got to this step like, oops, <laughs>
4: Come back. I forgot. Come Come back. Back. <laughs> Come back.
2: Um,
0: Uh, We subjected ourselves to a drastic self-appraisal. Now we go out to our fellows and repair the damage done in the past. We attempt to sweep away the debris which has accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. If we haven't the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when people get – remember, we lose people at two steps more than any other steps. Step four, because – now we're looking at ourselves, and a lot of people find it very difficult, mm. and they're putting pen to paper, and now there's work involved. And so sometimes we lose people at step four. And then if we don't lose them at step four, sometimes we'll lose, lose them at step nine because now they're making face-to-face contact with people, and that can be scary,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So he recognizes that that, that could be an issue. You get to, you're get you good until you get here, and then you're like, ooh, Now I got to go make amends. And I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Well, then it says, if you're not willing yet, ask for the willingness to be willing. Mm -hmm. Um, But he gets it. It, It's not an easy step. Remember, it was agreed at the beginning we would go to any length for recovery over alcohol. Um, And so uh, if you continue with this, and we're we're not going to take the time today to do this, uh, but uh, there are... Um, Three primary areas where it gives kind of an outline on how to make amends in three different areas. Mm. Uh, One of them is to your creditors, Mm. making amends to your creditors, people you owe money to. One of them is criminal offenses, how to deal with a criminal offense that you've committed and making amends to society through that. Mm. And the other one is to your spouse. Here it, it says the wife uh-huh. You know, but it could be your husband. It could be, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend. Uh-huh. It, it could be a personal friendship or relationship. So it's outlined in in three areas. Um, and then as we move through step nine, um, we come to a, a place that has been kind of an icon in many meetings. Sometimes it's, it hangs on the wall. Uh-huh. Sometimes it says the promises. I, I wish it would say the ninth step promises because – People get confused. They think that the promises are something that come true when you walk through the door. Mm. And so to answer the question, why do these promises not come true to so many people that attend meetings? is because so many people just attend meetings. Yeah. Um, And what the ninth step promise starts out with, this is the statement it makes. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, what phase? The ninth step. The amends phase. So these are the things that can come true as a result of the ninth step, as a result of making an amends. If they're not coming true, you may want to ask yourself, have I been making my amends? And if I haven't, there may be a good reason why some of these aren't happening. So, how many promises are in the ninth step? Now, I posted on Facebook. A little contest, we give away a prize if somebody got it right, and we put it in a drawing. But the people that guessed all got it wrong, <laughs> so I didn't get put in the drawing, all right? Surprisingly enough, there are 20 promises in the Ninth Step Promises, and I'm going to read them off one by one. Number one, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. That's promise number one. But it's conditional. Oh upon the statement previous. If, that means it's conditional, we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. Amazed at what? At how this whole amends process is working. Mm. Um, I was amazed that some people, most people received my amends well. I was also amazed at a couple of them that didn't, Mm -hmm. that I thought would. Right? And they weren't too happy. It was like, thank you very much. I don't ever come back to my store again. <laughs> you, you know, and they had every right to do that.
2: Yeah.
0: So, as we go through this, you guys interrupt at any point and share your experience. So, have you, let me ask you, Tony have, were you amazed at, at the way people responded to you?
4: Well, I was amazed actually by most of them, but I was also confused because it says the promises at the eighth and ninth step. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean – or I lost people before that. And they just didn't want to make the amends, so I had to, like, write it out on pen and paper and then just deal with it that way. Or there's one – Because uh,
0: they didn't want to receive the amends? Exactly. Yeah.
4: Or there's a company I couldn't, which I really screwed over. Right. But um, So I had to do it other ways. But it, it confused me for a long time because I'm like, but this is this, but not all of it happened. I'm, I'd say 90 percent of the amends I made went very well. That went very well? Yeah. But there's always going to be those few you're like – Wait a minute.
0: Never have your your men's amends?
5: Amendments. <laughs> okay. Amendments? that you've made. <laughs> have they gone pretty good for you? They have went very well for me. Uh one word of caution is don't get froggy about making your amends.
0: Don't get froggy?
5: Yeah. Don't don't jump in there and uh, I will use financial as one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay you back that money and then you find out later that that amends was not. You're not ready to make that amends. Yeah, you know I have made that mistake before. Don't make your amends before it's time.
0: And a lot of people want to because yeah. there's some. The light is starting to come on, and mm-hmm. they get a little clear headed, and they get to step three, and they go, "Oh, I got to go you, apologize. I got to go make amends." It's get, not time yet. It's you, not
5: time yet. You get excited.
0: you will know
4: when this, it is,
5: right? Yeah. You get excited about it, and you want to make this, but it, if it's not time, then uh, all you're doing is more damage.
0: Marv, how about you? Yeah. Done done pretty well when you were making amends. People received it okay?
5: Um
3: yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But now I'm thinking of a little twist, sure, in this thing. <laughs> so have I got time to tell yeah. this little okay, I yeah. uh, saw so I'm at work. Yeah. And in our shop, they have a uh a parts room or a storage, mm-hmm. and there's a guy that runs that. And I work graveyard. <clears throat> and for some reason or another, this guy who um, I believe was an alcoholic, by the way, uh, he had a resentment against me. And he would go to my boss in the morning when he come in, and he would claim that I did all this stuff in his stockroom. And it could be I stole something, or I didn't write something down when I checked out parts. Or, but mm-hmm. anyway, he continued. I mean, it it got to be ridiculous. So he was
0: targeting you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I and I didn't know why. Mm. And I was trying to figure out what I did. And I'd been in the program a short time when this happened. By the way. Yeah. So I got to thinking about what am I going to do about this situation. And so what I, (laughs) the guy was a very avid coffee drinker. So what I started doing is I figured out when he was going to show up.
0: Yeah. And
3: I'd meet him with a cup of coffee. Hey, morning, how's it going, you know? Yeah. And and just being this completely something I'm not. Right. You know, this (laughs) Mr. Touchy coffee fe- <laughs> touchy feely fuzzy type guy uh, within two days that guy changed it was amazing to me to see this wow and pretty soon within two weeks he was coming out in the shop and he'd hand me a tool he said hey marv we just got these in what you need one in your toolbox
2: Wow! that's the
3: change that happened so along with uh like i say there's kind of a twist there but yeah. but uh, there's a couple of things that come to mind um where where are we really when it comes to thinking we have rights yeah you know yeah this guy uh i thought he didn't have a right to do that to me mm-hmm. i could see no reason for it right and then the other parts the forgiveness yeah
0: yeah. Wow, that's great. So, I thought you were going to say you were putting X lax in his coffee. and giving it his-
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could see, see where my coming. mind went. Yeah. That's I right. mm-hmm.
5: Amends.
3: That's, but, that's, you know, that's great. Amazing before we're halfway through. There you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, promise number two. We are going to know a new freedom. We're going to know a new freedom. And we'll talk a little bit about that here, here in a minute. But, but there is freedom from a bondage that's been holding on to us when we make an amends to somebody. There really is. Even if they don't receive
4: it. Kind of like what the third step prayer says.
0: Yeah. Relieve me from the bondage of self mm-hmm. so I can do that. Well, yeah, you bet. Uh, promise number three. And a new happiness. So not just freedom. We're going to do a new happiness. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um Problems number four, we will not regret the past.
2: <laughs>
0: I like that one. You like that one? That do. Yeah. I don't know if I go along with that. You know, I was about to <laughs> say that's
4: still a tall order for me so, too. So that may be
0: fiction I, for you, not fact? Regretting not regretting the past? Uh, somewhat. Somewhat?
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: That one's kind of a that one's kind of an odd one. Yeah. You know, because do I regret the past? Well, I regret some of my behaviors.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah. But
0: but do I? Because they kind of help to make the man I am today. Yeah. Would I do things differently? You know, part of me would say yes. Part of me says maybe not. I, I don't know.
3: That's kind of a weird one sometimes. Don't, don't you think that, that that could be, you know, um, kind of a racial thing uh, where uh, where you're at, your acceptance of that yeah. isn't in, in, – a direct result of your acceptance of how much you've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. Right. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so that's number four. Number five, nor wish to shut the door on it. So we don't regret the past. That's that's one promise. Uh-huh. Or wish to shut the door on it. We don't we don't shut the door. Now I know within the Christian circles uh-huh. a lot of times we're taught, you know, leave it alone. What's gone is gone. Yesterday's gone tomorrow's not here, living today. I don't think it's it. It's contradicting that. I'm, uh-huh. What I'm saying is though, those things can become useful to us.
4: A where you don't want to go back to.
0: Right. We don't want to go back to it, but we can use that. We don't shut the uh-huh. door. We remember
5: where we came uh-huh. from. It can be useful. Denver? In the recovery walk, that's most important to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, right.
5: Is, I don't regret the past and the fact that I am able to share that now uh-huh. with others and go, you know what? There is hope here and uh, I've I, I did this, and and today I'm not doing it. Right, you know mm-hmm. there is hope, so it's very important to me. I love that four and five. Uh, number six, we will
0: comprehend the word serenity.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't mean we're always serene, but, but now we. <laughs> I understand
4: what it means, but it doesn't mean I'm serene all the time.
0: Um, and here's the thing, I I've learned the difference between happiness and serenity. <gasps> happiness is based on your happenings so if your happenings are pleasant uh-huh. and they they things are going the way you want them to then we're happy uh-huh. but can you have serenity 24/7 even if things aren't going your way i think you can uh it doesn't mean you're happy oh, okay but can you lay your head down on your pillow at night and say it's it's been a good day i'm yeah. sober Can I have serenity? And I think serenity is, and we make fun of Serenity J, because everybody goes, How can you have serenity? But he understands that. He's not saying he's happy Mm. about everything, but he has a
5: serenity about it. Mm. The term keep it simple really plays big on that for me. Very much. That helps you stay. Yes, I I find peace. Right. When I keep it simple, I find peace. Mm.
0: And then it's it, and number seven, and we will know peace. So we comprehend the word serenity, number six, and number seven, and we know peace.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Number, um, and then it says, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, number eight, we will see how our experience can benefit others.
2: Boom.
0: That's a promise. Oh, yeah. If you've made amends if, or if you're in the amends making process, you will start to see how your experience can benefit other people. Mm-hmm. It will happen. And it's actually, it's in this promise number eight where we actually develop a sense of the 12th step
2: Mm -hmm.
0: of helping others. Um, Promise number nine, that feeling of uselessness, that's number nine, and 10, and self-pity will disappear. So the feeling of uselessness will disappear, number nine, and the feeling of self-pity will disappear, number 10. Mm -hmm. Number 11. We will lose interest in selfish things. Have you lost interest in selfish things? Mm, I haven't lost complete interest in selfish
4: (laughs) things. I'm I'm looking around
5: at everybody. Nobody's commenting. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs)
4: They're like, uh. I love my... Most things, yes. (laughs) But there's those little things where it's like, no, I want to hold on to that. I love
2: my...
0: So therein therein lies the fact that this is an ongoing thing, right?
4: Kind of like what we were saying at like group last night about how you'd like... Oh, you want to give it to God, but no. but you
0: want to hold on a little bit that yeah a little bit um but we we do we start we start losing it becomes more about other people yeah. and helping other people and gets easier um and, and uh and self pity starts to disappear too mm-hmm. we we we're not you watch people that are actually experience the state of recovered they're not Boo-hooing about every little thing. They may be boo-hooing about some things, but there's a difference. Remember, we you know we've heard it before. Wow, there's a light came on in your eyes. That mm. You got a different look on your face. There's you're you're you don't have a weekly wine anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was the crier of my home group when I first got in there. Good lord. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um number uh number eleven, we will lose interest. Okay, I'm sorry, we did that. Uh number 12. And gain interest in our fellows. So we begin to gain interest in other people.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Other people become important to us. You know, hopefully not in a codependent way, but in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, number 13, self-seeking will slip away. So always looking to cover my blessed assurance is, is going to start slipping away.
2: Uh-huh.
0: You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about that nearly as much. Promise number fourteen: Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Mine has. Amen. Yeah. What, Marv?
4: Partially.
0: Partially. Well, sometimes sometimes it changes. It can get weirder. Right. It doesn't say how it'll change. (laughs) Suddenly, I'm, you know, I'm clear-minded now. So now, I've become more opinionated because I'm sober.
4: (laughs) That's my problem.
0: Yeah. Really? Like, oh God! <laughs> but you you play the blame game and you blame it on your on your Italianism. No,
4: well, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm. Oh, yeah. I got to learn what honesty as opposed to like whatever my the promises of one says. Oh, yeah, I got to learn the difference between. Yeah,
0: those. I know. But but no. But yeah, you're right. You are Italian, so mamma mia, anyway,
3: right?
4: Mamma mm, povero.
3: Wait, that's, <laughs> <Spanish>. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing too <laughs> that's the other that i've noticed and, and maybe i'm just weird and i'm not sure how to how to uh, make this clear right but have you guys ever experienced you be in uh, uh doing stuff it doesn't matter what it is you're just busy and you you're kind of going along and and everything, and then uh, a situation comes up and and it's stymy. it kind of you just kind of stop mm. well wait a minute, you know and and what's happened with me is that happens and and I get confused momentarily. Well, the reason I do is because of this little thing about change. My mind's starting to think in the old pattern, uh-huh. but then that change is there, too. And at the same time, it hits me. Wait a minute. We, we're we not going to do it that way anymore. Ah, uh, yeah. You kind of see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And and it just catches you off guard, kind of. It does me, anyway.
0: That kind of reminds me yeah. of what the Apostle Paul says about the very thing I want to do, I don't do. The very thing I don't want to do, I do. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, that, yeah. there's that battle going on where there once was no battle. uh uh-huh. I just did what I shouldn't do. there was no problem, but yeah, that's change. That's huge. Yeah, it, and it it's it can be foreign to us sometimes, even though we've changed a lot. A new yeah. change happens. And we're like, yeah. what?
4: Even if it's a good change, sometimes it's scary.
5: Yeah, you're not alone on that. Yeah, one. most no. certainly though, that is a, that is a cool feeling when that awakening comes and you go, wait a minute, mm-hmm. yeah, wait a minute, yeah.
0: Number fifteen, fear of people. And number 16, an economic insecurity will leave us. So fear of people will leave us. Tony, <laughs>
5: you have something to say.
4: No, I'll let Monty finish.
0: Okay, me. so fear of people will leave us. And fear, and number 16, fear of economic s- insecurity will leave us. So what would you want to say about fear of people?
4: Well, I'm, I'm kind of going through the economic one right now. Like okay. we did this last year. Amen. Yeah. So but, how- but then, like James is so nice, I'm scared of him. I'm not used to that. It's that's, that's interesting
0: you say that because I, I understand that because Amber, who uh, my son Cameron married Amber
4: uh-huh.
0: uh, several years back, her family was so dysfunctional and so mean mm. that when we showed them a Christian home and love and compassion and showed it to her, it scared her. She didn't know how to take that.
4: And I was going to say that in life group last night, but I was like, no, that sounds kind of weird. But I've been treated so badly, like his calmness, his demeanor, his... Just the way it's kind of you. foreign to you, it's so you're, scary. You're, you're you're kind of suspicious
3: of it, right? Yeah, but it's getting better. It gets better.
4: Yeah, but at first it's like something's wrong with you, <laughs>
3: <laughs> right?
4: But there's not. It's yeah. me.
0: But that fear of of people is starting to change for you. Yeah, and the economic insecurity. Well, okay, so here's one that's great. I love this. I don't understand why I'm in such a financial mess. Well. And why the promise of the fear of economic insecurity hasn't left me. Mm -hmm. Well, have you paid back your creditors? Mm -hmm. Have you made an attempt anyway to make amends to the people you ripped off financially? Because if you haven't, I'd be scared too. You're still getting calls and knocks on the door and notices in the mail. Mm -hmm. But when you've taken care of that business, you don't have anything to be afraid of anymore. Exactly. And what a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Because I remember the calls from the liquor store. Your check bounced again.
5: <laughs> they actually called you.
0: Yeah, they'd call and call and call, <laughs> and then I'd get. And there was a, 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 a Street Avenue Liquors, which is right down the street from my home. Mm-hmm. So the guy would show up at my door. So oh, I, I, had oh my <laughs> I, I, I had to move. My goodness, I love I had to move. I didn't pay my bill. I, I you know, I, I think it was. I think it was only a twenty-five dollar bill, but I didn't pay it. I just moved.
4: <laughs> yeah, but when you're drinking That's twenty-five dollars, is a lot of money. Yeah,
5: and it's true. The logical thinking of an addict. <laughs> I owe twenty five, so I'm Let's gonna move. move. I'm gonna move. <laughs> my tires are bald on my
0: car, so I'm gonna buy a new car. <laughs> uh promise number 17. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. Yeah. A clear head makes for mm-hmm. better decision making. It does. It does. And so if I've if I've practiced some of this men's stuff, if I've made some amends. What i'm learning in that process is the things that used to scare me and baffle me about approaching other people, especially people I was in conflict with uh-huh. some automatic things start to happen without me even realizing it i i'm not not as shy about it you know i can I can stand up for myself, I can stand on my own two feet and I can say to the person you know i i've offended you, i'm asking you to forgive me uh-huh. or or whatever um
5: the fear of that situation,
0: yeah. Uh, promise number 18, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Have you seen that happen? There's yes. The light, there's
5: the light bulb.
3: That's a biggie for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: In a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm.
0: Then it asked a question. It says, are these extravagant promises? Yeah. And then, and then you, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> and let me tell you, you're right. If you haven't done this process, the very first part of this promise says if we are painstaking about the phase of the, our development, mm-hmm. the ninth step, if we haven't been making these amends, these are extravagant promises because they're probably not going to happen.
4: And when you first come in, these are overwhelming. Yeah. You don't understand yes. any of these. If, so
5: Yeah. If you just look at this as boom.
0: Uh-huh.
5: Right. No, it is overwhelming. It's it's. Extravagant
0: And that's that. Now personally It's my personal opinion That's why I'm not In favor Of reading the promises In a meeting Mm -hmm. As far as opening Or closing a meeting Because uh, These aren't The promises These are the Ninth step promises
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now if you want to Take a promise From each step That's one thing Do some of these Come true If you don't make amends In certain areas Yeah But As far as The ninth step goes These are probably Not going to happen If you haven't painstakingly been involved in this phase of your development. Yeah. That's what it says. Um, So are they extravagant? Not if you've done this. Mm. Most of these will happen. Um, And then the group will usually say, we think not. Well, why do we think not? Well, I remember a meeting in the Midwest where only the people that had done the ninth step were allowed to say, we think not. When they read the promises at the end of the meeting, because they were the only ones who had experienced it, mm-hmm. so they had the experience, so they had the I, I guess the 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 qualification to say "We think not," mm-hmm. because they' had experienced it, and then people would look at them and say, "Oh, how did you do it?" Mm-hmm. you know and they would get guidance from them. I thought that was pretty cool uh, promise number nineteen they are being fulfilled among us sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly
2: slowly. Mm-hmm.
0: Why sometimes quickly, why sometimes slowly? What do you think?
3: Because it's like everything else God does. It's a process. Yeah. We have to go through. Mm -hmm.
0: And sometimes it's it's his timing. Sometimes it's, well, I'm not really there yet with this guy, but I am with this person or whatever. It It just depends. It's a process for everybody. This can be an area that can happen very quickly for some people. The immense process, depending on how many people you own immense to, <laughs> you know, or it can move very slowly.
3: Well, that's like that guy in the s- stock room I was talking right. about. Within a day or two, he completely changed. Right. You know, and, and of course, that's him changing, but also look at the effect it had on me. And that was really quickly. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you bet. And then promise number 20. They will always materialize if there's that conditioning in, if we work for them. Work, work, work. Work, work, work.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you don't do the work, you're not going to get anything out of any of this.
0: So what is that 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 quote? God will not render us as white as snow without our cooperation.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Why aren't I white as snow? Well, have you done what I've instructed you to do? Well, yeah, nah, I don't want to do that.
4: Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be white as snow, but I'm getting there slowly.
0: Well, in his eyes, you are. Out. <laughs> so there's the answer to your question. How many promises are there in the Ninth Set of Promises? 20.
4: Who got closest? What was the number?
0: Um, somebody said 14. <coughs> somebody said 12. Um, somebody said, answered it by. Not answering it. I don't remember what they... <laughs> a lawyer, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give out numbers. But what I think is so much fun about doing something like this is this requires studying it. It requires uh-huh. digging into it. And when we do that with a piece of literature that has had so much effect on people's lives over the years, it, it's fun. Yeah. It's like, wow, I, I, I never looked at it that way. That's really cool. Um and, and so, uh, listen, if you haven't experienced uh, some of these things in the ninth step, it may be because you haven't been working on your ninth step. Um, other reasons may be because it's sometimes slowly. And some of these things will materialize in God's timing. Right, Marv? Yes. Yeah. So just because you've done everything right and you really believe you have and your sponsor or spiritual advisor has said, you know what, you've, you've done it. And, and every single one of these Hasn't materialized Boom Don't give up Because Sometimes The slow material Materializing of them Is because of God's timing And he knows the situation Better than we do Yeah Move on to step 10 Keep doing the deal And Next week We're going to talk about Step 10 revealed mm-hmm. and what, what that's all about Any closing comments you guys
3: well, this last promise here, they will always <clears throat> materialize if we work for them, mm-hmm. brings us back to what was originally said at the beginning of the program, in a way, because um, faith without works is dead.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And so we have to work for them. Yep, we do. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the other thing I'd like to say, too, just a note of encouragement maybe mm-hmm. because I go through this myself. Right. is When you do get discouraged and when you do get depressed and when you do go into self-pity and uh, get into selfish things do not be discouraged because we are human.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. We are going to do these things and what I have to do myself is I have to keep going back and saying, okay, Lord, I know the things that I'm feeling are not true because your word says this. Right. And nice. and um, I know I have gotten discouraged over these promises because it seemed like nothing was happening. Right. But then I have to realize that that we're just human. Yeah, we, we're we're not perfect, and we can't possibly ever be. So, mm. well, and I think I think the key word there is seemed like, yeah,
0: or appeared yeah. to be, mm. that could be deceiving, or feels like, or feels like, yeah, because yeah. so sometimes you just have to look at what the truth is versus what you're feeling, and and hold on. My my sponsor used to say sometimes you just got to hold on to the couch, baby.
2: hmm <laughs> Just I know hold it's only on. Temporary.
5: Yeah. I cannot remember where in my travels I heard this, but I I know somebody said it that when she gets to feeling down and it was a female. When she gets to feeling down, she makes a sandwich and goes and gives it to a homeless person. It gets her out of self. Gets you out of self. And then gets her back into uh service work.
4: I did that. That wow. was you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was yeah, well, well it got misconstrued a little bit, but it's just something you that. Threw,
5: you threw a sandwich out a window at him? <laughs> <laughs> at
2: McDonald's? Is that what?
4: I've done that once. No. No, I, it was um, the Thanksgiving before Walter right. and I divorced.
2: went
4: uh-huh. I didn't have a Thanksgiving or Christmas that year. So both times I actually just made. Well, that's sack wonderful.
5: That, that, yeah, I, you made I food. Remember you remember that, yeah. that, that? stuck in my head. So that was wonderful. Aww. Yeah.
4: You're gonna make me cry on air. Don't do that
1: again. Yes, excellent.
4: <laughs> I can't believe I've never. Okay, see, so, I've never had anybody actually come up to me and say, "You said this, and it, it impacted." Me. That well, was sweet. I, I couldn't remember, but that oh, made my day. Thank
2: you.
0: Yeah, let me. You you impact people every week we do the shows, honey.
4: I think it's just my laugh. You though. and the baby. <laughs> I love the
0: baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our closing song is uh, by Mark Elder from his CD Just for Today. And it's perfectly titled, it's it's uh, titled, I'm Sorry Meant Nothing Anymore.
1: <laughs> he had been sober now for some time, but some things hadn't changed. His wife still showed so little trust, and there was so much blame. He searched for some solution To try to make things right Some way to heal the wounded heart And keep their love alive They were standing at a crossroads And he had a choice to make Now it was time to show her she heard all his apologies a thousand times before. I'm sorry, meant nothing anymore. <laughs> One
2: evening after
1: dinner was done, the kids went out to play. She could see. He wanted to talk and was searching for what to say. He struggled hard to find the words to try to make amends. Till he saw the sadness in her eyes when she looked up and said. We're standing at a crossroads and you've got a choice to make. Now it's time to show me That you mean what you say I've heard all these apologies A thousand times before I'm sorry It's nothing anymore Has come and gone, they've had their ups and downs Still she sees a change in him He laughs more than he frowns Sometimes the actions that we take Make the best amends And not a single day goes by He doesn't think back well. Standing at a crossroads And he had a choice to make Now it was time to show her He'd do what it would take She'd heard all his apologies A thousand times before I'm sorry that nothing
0: That's from Mark Elder's CD just for today. Remember, my friends, making an amends means to change our behavior. It isn't an apology. It's not saying you're sorry. We're done being sorry, people. We're changing. We're making an amendment to our old way of life into the new way of life. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, and we're wishing God's perfect serenity. For you. Bye bye now.
4: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
1: Cause she's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty. Meow. You yeah, kitty, 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 kitty.
2: Meow. <laughs> Woof, <laughs> <laughs>